this week, this last two weeks should be a wake-up call. These social media platforms could shut down at any time. You could lose your account at any time, or they can make a stupid decision and send your entire audience off the platform because they hate it. Welcome to The Digital Dreamer, where we believe it's possible to escape the suffocating nine-to-five, achieve financial independence, have the freedom to do the things you love, and contribute to the greater good, all by being smart about digital marketing. Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Kim. And this is Abby. And we are releasing just a special episode of our podcast because we want to talk about what is going on with Instagram. I'm sure you saw within the past week, it's been a crazy mess. And there has been a lot of uproar from big name people like the Kardashians. I saw that. They they really got mad at Instagram. Well, and I think it's really interesting that enough influencers spoke out about this. And I think they were also just seeing that people hated this update. When we first got it, I immediately started complaining about it. And not all of our clients had this update right away. Some of them never got it. But I know you and I both had it on our personal feed. And it was horrible. And I had friends that were complaining about, well, I can't see my family's posts. I can't see my friends' posts. I'm getting all this garbage that I don't want to see because of the recommendations, the way they changed the algorithm to push recommended posts into the feed. Yes. There were so many times that I was, that I've been scrolling on my home feed and I suddenly just start seeing post after post from people I don't follow, which I think is fine to have some of those posts in there. But I knew that I wasn't at the end of the post that from people I know from the day. So I was like, why am I now apparently at the end of the posts from people I know, and I'm only seeing recommended posts. I know people have posted more that I actually follow today. Right. And so now a lot of the uproar from this algorithm change has started to die down because Instagram actually listened to the feedback and they realized that people weren't liking it. And one thing that I think a lot of people are not focusing on when they talk about oh, well, you need just to get used to doing what the algorithm wants you to. The world is going toward video. Suck it up. Make videos. Get used to it because that's what Instagram wants to do. That is all fine and dandy. But if people hate the changes so much that they won't go to the platform, which is what I found myself doing, like, this is a mess. And so I would go to TikTok and Facebook when I wanted to do the kinds of things I was doing typically on Instagram. And if people leave, they don't have people using their content. And if you don't have people consuming your content, you can't sell advertising. And so they will feel that financially. And they're already, Instagram as a platform, hurting a little bit because this is why they copy TikTok. They're feeling a lot of pressure because of TikTok's success. Honestly, when when I want to watch a video, the first place I go is probably YouTube. Second, is TikTok. It really never crosses my mind. Oh, I should go look on Instagram for videos because Instagram to me has always been a photo app. I mean, I got Instagram in 2012 and it was just mm-hmm. photos. I don't even think you could post right. 
at all. Right. And then when marketing people started using it for marketing purposes, all the pure photo people hated it. It's like, quick, stop putting that stuff on my platform. But it's evolved and the world is moving more toward video. And there's been studies about that out for years and years and years. Somebody from Instagram, I think the other day said something about, well, people want video. People are making video. Well, I think people, part of the reason people are making video is because we've been told by TikTok and YouTube and Instagram for a couple of years now that the world is going toward video and this is what they want. And if you don't give them what they want, they deprioritize your posts. So if you want to show up, you got to figure out how to put content in video form. So yes, the world is going more in the direction of video, but we also as marketers have to balance that with what does our audience want? But so maybe Instagram will eventually turn into a video-only platform. That seems to be what they're saying. That's what they want to do. But you have to remember, not every consumer wants that. And some of those people will leave. And so as a marketer, you always have to go back to the basics. What does your audience want? What kind of content do they want to consume? And that, I think, is more important, is thinking about Depending on what platform you're on, what kind of content do you have to make on that platform for your audience to respond to it? And I also just think not everybody is a content creator. Not everybody wants that. Not everybody is trying to make a living from social media, and that's fine, which is why it's so frustrating that Instagram, which has always been a photo app, is now trying to force people to be these video editor extraordinaires who not everybody wants to do that. And so not everybody should have to do that. So you're so right. People are going to leave the platform if you force this on them. Some people just want to share pictures of their dog with their family. With the economy getting more uncertain, we know a lot of you are looking for ways to add some extra cash to your pocket, maybe by creating an additional revenue stream. We've created a free guide to help you sell digital audio programs. You can make money selling your knowledge or your creativity. Information products are quick to put together and you're doing your customers, your audience base a service. All you need to do to get started is download the guide and have your first audio product ready within a few hours. Visit the link in our show notes or click the resources tab on our website to get the download. Go to irisdigitalmediagroup.com. So Instagram, the head of Instagram did come out today and they have rolled back some of the changes. They're putting a pause on rolling out the full screen presentation of things and they have put a halt to the recommended videos so that you're not going to get all of those random videos until they can fine tune it and learn and figure out how to get more of the kind of content you actually want to see into your feeds. So I thought that that was promising that after the uproar, they did listen. Another thing that he said, and this is in his stories, another thing he said today is that video is here to stay, but they want to make sure that the video and photo experience is great for people. He also said something I thought was super promising that they are going to prioritize the small creators. They're 
going to help smaller creators out. All the emphasis and focus and tools are not going to be geared toward the few people at the top. So I thought that was really super cool. And then he said that they would continue to listen to people, watch the data on how people are using it, look at responses to surveys, and just look at how people are actually using it. So I think that's all good from Instagram's standpoint. And then another thing I thought was interesting that I'm not sure I agree with is that he said they know that people want to connect with friends and loved ones on Instagram, but that he thinks more of that is happening in stories and in the DMs. And that might be true. And maybe it depends on age, but I don't see my dad sending me Instagram DMs. No, he sends, yeah, he sends comments. I get his comments on my pictures. (laughs) Anyway, so I think there's still some details to work out. But what I wanted to focus on is some of our recommendations that we have, because we have been saying that you shouldn't put all your eggs in the Instagram basket. So so let's talk about some of the things that people should be doing now, because this should be a wake-up call to change the way we do our marketing. You should be posting in as many places as you can with the time and resources that you have available. So don't stretch yourself too thin by posting everywhere, but think about realistically how many places you can consistently show up and show up there. And tailor that content to what the audience will expect to find on that platform. So if you're going to be posting on TikTok, make TikTok videos. Don't try to be posting something that belongs on a different app. I know that a lot of times we want to take a TikTok and put it on Instagram and YouTube shorts, but think about how maybe the audience is looking for different kinds of information on each of those. Because I am not convinced that the TikTok audience is the same as the YouTube short audience. Oh, I don't think it is at all. No, yeah. Because for one, when you're on YouTube, you are searching for something specific. So you're in a different state of mind than just mindlessly scrolling on TikTok. Um, Another thing, we're going to talk about this in a full-blown episode, but you really need to be building your mailing list. And you need to have done that a long time ago. Ideally, you would have been doing this all along. But this week, this last two weeks should be a wake-up call. These social media platforms could shut down at any time. You could lose your account at any time. Or they can make a stupid decision and send your entire audience off the platform because they hate it. And the last thing you want to do is lose touch with your audience. And it's better to be able to reach out to them so that you're not dependent on them finding you or, heaven forbid, the algorithm putting you in their feed. So building a mailing list is super important. And that's what our next one of our next podcast episodes is going to be about is just some different ways to start thinking about building your mailing list. So we'll leave that one there. Starting a podcast is another thing that you can do. Podcasting is one of the best ways to build credibility and connection with your audience. And it's something where you're maybe not going to get immediate results. People aren't going to discover your podcast immediately unless you get super, super lucky. But it's another place where once you have a loyal audience, they are going to keep listening to you. You're going to show up in their feed. Hopefully, you're finding other ways to connect with them and building some sort of a community so that 
you are just top of mind and you're not, again, at the whims of the social media giants. And then also think about your website as its own kind of social media. Include resources and videos and blog posts, pictures. Make it like a resource so that people know that if they're looking for a certain kind of information, they can go to your website and maybe you have an article about this topic or maybe you have a video. But start thinking about that as you're your own media company. Yeah, that's a great way to make sure that you're taking back some of this control over your own brand and taking it back from these bigger companies like Instagram, TikTok. You need to have somewhere where you're housing that yourself as well. Yeah, and that's pretty much our main point of this episode today is just to get you thinking about how you can take back some of this control. Yes, if you're going to be on Instagram, you are going to have to start creating videos. There's no way around that. Video is the way the future is going, but you also have control to create your own kind of content and drive audiences to places, your community, your people, to places that you have a lot more control over so that you can interact on your own terms. That's all for today, guys. Stay tuned for our episode about building your mailing list. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked this episode, please give us five stars. 